0: Well, hello there, everybody. This is the Young Wild Financial Theory Podcast. My name is Andrew Roberts, and I am your host. This is a podcast about, you guessed it, financial freedom. We interview some really interesting, really awesome people on this podcast, and today's guest is John Michael Perez. He is a successful real estate agent here in Austin, Texas, our home, and he just started A little over a year ago and has already made his name in this town. Um, It's awesome to find out uh, what he's done through his path through real estate, but also where he came from. Um, He has a very incredible story and we are so blessed to have him on this podcast. Uh, Without further ado, here is John Michael Perez. Welcome to the Young Wild Financially Free Podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it, we live it. Okay, Uh, good morning, Matt morning, everyone. Good we're, morning. We're here with John Perez. Yes, John Michael Perez. John Michael Perez. Yeah, that's
1: how my mom named me, so I'm going with that. <laughs> Go with the
0: three-namer. Yeah. That's cool, man. Awesome. Um, well, uh, John, we're excited to have you on today. Um, excited to talk to you and, and hear your story um, and dive in a little bit deeper. Um, so for us and for the listeners, um, can you give us like a, a two, three-minute um, elevator pitch on on who you are? My name is John Michael Perez. Um, I am a
1: current. I'm currently a real estate agent here in Austin, Texas, as well as um, I have investments in a telecom, cable, internet uh, sales team. Um, I was a musician for seven years. Uh, I toured all over America. It was really fun. What kind of music were you playing? Um, metal, heavy metal. Yeah, really? Yeah. It nice. was. It was great. Uh, Thing was, honestly, there was not much money in it. There was a lot. I, I put so much work into that band, and just you know, I mean, I did it for as my passion at the at the time. Uh, I grew up in Victoria, Texas. Oh, uh, cool! South Texas. Uh, super. South. There was nothing to do there. Super boring.
0: Um, my grandparents were from Victoria. Really? really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. What's so, their names? I might know them. <laughs> uh, the cool thing to do in Victoria is go to the mall and ride the carousel. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But the
1: thing was. That carousel is not there anymore. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's a real bummer. I know. (laughs) So we had the movies, we had Walmart, and we had the mall. (laughs) Yeah. And the mall, all the cool stuff, all the cool shops actually left. Um, But uh, I was tired of that town. Um, I met my wife back then, that was, this was nine years ago, uh, she was going to college at the local university, um, University of Houston in Victoria, right. and I met her, I saw her at Chick-fil-A, and I was like, man, that girl is hot. Love, love <laughs> it for a size. Yeah. yeah, and so uh, eventually, we. I saw her on Facebook, I was super nervous, I was like, man, I, I need to talk to this girl, and I saw her comment on somebody's th- post or whatever and i was like i gotta talk to this girl yeah and so eventually we started talking i i out of for a couple months we stopped talking she was like hey you just ghost me or what and i'm like oh no let's just let's hang out and so that's where that relationship started basically school was over she was like hey i'm moving back to houston do you want to stay together or do you want to you know, stay right. here, and I was like, "Hell no! Of course, I'm moving with you." So we moved to Houston. I was a server still. I was in a musician, yeah. and man, being a musician as well as working and paying for your equipment, paying for the van, paying for a trailer, back at that age was super hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a struggle. But that's what basically what started my whole entrepreneurial, I guess, mindset, which is pretty
0: cool. So you're in a band, yeah. um, and then how do you get from being a musician and a waiter to wanting to work in real estate?
1: I was tired of, I was tired of it all. I was like, man, there's something more out there for me. Um, I just don't know what it is. And my passion was to help people. And um, one day I was just like, I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna figure this out. Um, unfortunately, my I- original idea was I'm gonna start a record label. Okay. Um, so I, I thought I was gonna start a record label and I mean, they say fail as much as possible just so that you can learn and that was a big failure of mine was starting a record label um honestly i lost a lot of money it was good because i persevered and i was like man i've got to figure this out um i signed one band and it was a failure (laughs) big failure and uh i was like okay so one day i was at uh, a coffee shop in north austin And I was like, man, I gotta figure this out because I'm stressing. I don't have a job. I quit my job, and I'm like, I have no options. I mean, I have a little money saved up, but that's it. And uh, so I started walking dogs. I started like literally picking up dog poop, like as as a job. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And I was just, I was stressed. I had no idea what I was gonna do. I've I've done everything from. Um, selling, I mean, I sold cable back then as well, but I was just trying to figure out like my life. Yeah. Um, and and what,
0: what age are you at this point?
1: This was two years ago, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, and how old are you now? I'm 27.
0: Okay. Yeah. How old, how old are you? We're both 27. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So I was at, at this coffee shop and this ad came up and it was like 1700 millionaires uh or 1700 people become millionaires a day from this one profession mm-hmm. and this ad was like this advertisement like got me i yeah. was like okay what is this profession so <laughs> so i click on it and they're like it's real estate and i was like man how can i get into real estate so um so after i saw that advertisement i bought the course like the next day, I signed up for real estate school. Um, I finished it really quick. I did Allied Schools. What, oh, okay. What did you use? I did Champions in Round Rock. All right. Yeah.
2: In cl- in person classes.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so me, I'm very ADD. I I can't focus unless there's someone in front of me telling me like sure what I need to do. Yeah. And so I went to the school. We finished it, in th- I finished it in three weeks, and um and got done. Took the test. And try to figure out, like, I had no idea what to do. They were like, hey, you need to interview for a broker. So I'm thinking, like, I'm dressing real nice going to these brokerages. But in reality, like, and this is for all the new agents out there. You're really, they're interviewing for you. Like, they want you. You don't want, I mean, you got to figure out what the best brokerage is for you. Sure. So,
2: real quick, that's a good point. Because when I first got my license, I scheduled five brokerages. And I took the job at the first one. Yeah. Because he said, yeah, we'll take you. Mm. And I was like, oh, great. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. And so and like it worked out. Like, it was a great company. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. hundred like, percent. So
1: what's the first brokers you, you worked for? It, it was when I
2: was in school in Corpus. It was, okay. It was a local uh, company called Garandine and Associates. Okay. Cool. And they actually did property management, mm. which I think is what put this bug or, or yeah. this thought in my mind. Because my broker, his name's Garin. he said, management is like the moat around the castle that protects the business um, and helps it thrive when the market's down. So I think subconsciously I've always thought about that and maybe we're kind of modeling and replicating our company after that in some ways. That's
1: awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd love to start looking into property management as well. Um, I guess let's go back to the story. Uh, So I I interviewed with uh, Keller Williams and so somebody I was going to school with at Champions was like, hey, you need to meet my husband. Um, I think y'all would click really well. And I was like, okay, cool, yeah, I'll, I'll meet him. So I met with him at the Keller Williams office in North uh, in North Austin, and, and we did click really well. He has a very similar background to me, you know, grew up dirt poor. Um, we, you know, there was basically zero support from anybody around us and we just had to figure it out ourselves his name's ben love he's he's my mentor and uh we've been working together for a year now the th- good thing about killer williams is the education um and i'm this isn't a pitch i don't i'm not i'm drinking the kool-aid yes <laughs> yeah. but i'm not trying to pitch uh but if you're a new agent um it's good because the thing is like when you're a new agent it's literally like dropping a baby in the middle of the forest and saying figure it out. Right. You know? Sure. And and to me, I was like I have no idea what I'm doing. Like yeah. I got my license. They don't teach you how to be an agent. They teach you the the rules right. and they teach you the history of being an agent, but they don't really teach you like no,
2: like being in it. It's so easy to get your license. That's one yeah. kind of my pet peeves is there's so many agents that don't know anything about what they're doing and they hear about real estate and just jump in. Yep. And then also on the commercial side, it's the same license. You don't learn anything mm-hmm. about
0: commercial real estate from taking the classes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, so you start working at Keller Williams, mm-hmm. and then so where are you at today? Are you you're still with Keller Williams? Yeah, still with Keller Williams. Crushing um, it.
1: Yeah, I love it, man. It's great. Uh, we I am crushing it. Um, I okay. Be humble, please. Be humble. <laughs> I'm, I'm freaking crushing. It. No, I'm just, no, kidding. just kidding. Just kidding. No, I mean the thing is like. I, what is it? Ninety percent of agents quit the first year because they don't see any results. Wow! And so it's like, it's a high in the high eighties, eighty percent, sure, a, high eighty, like eighty nine percent or something like that. It doesn't matter. But um, and it's crazy, and I see it. Like, there's a lot of agents that started when I was when I started, and were in the same classes that I were were, mm-hmm. and they're like, I'm just not seeing any results. Um, yeah. And the thing is, you have to be consistent, and you have to be consistently uh, contact your sphere, consistently be calling people. And the thing is, like, real estate agents, we. Sh- the thing is, you're starting your own business. It's like, and you don't have anybody telling you what to do, unless you have a mentor, unless you're on a team. Right. Uh, you don't have anybody telling you what to do. And that's scary. Like, sure. yeah. And especially coming from the food industry, like, I had no, no experience in real estate. Yeah. You know? um, so I joined uh, Ben Love's team, and he mentored me, and, you know, he really didn't even ask for much. Like most age, most teams, they're asking for a 50-50 cut or whatever. He, he just honestly was like poured, poured in so much knowledge, so much. Um, and he, he, uh, he's a great guy. And I, and I encourage like every new agent to find a mentor as soon as possible. Yeah. Somebody that they look up to. Somebody that will literally pour in knowledge and, um, and help them out because that's that's definitely key.
0: Sure. Yeah. yeah, you had been during that time to, to mentor you and, mm-hmm. and walk you through um, the beginning of you know being a real estate agent. Um, I kind of see some similarity between like uh, whenever you were trying to start your own record label, um, and I mean that has to be you have to reach out to people, you have mm-hmm. to try and make connections, and so that's somewhat of a, a character trait or a quality that you had. Do you think that carried over into working in the real estate industry and being? somewhat extroverted and open to new relationships
1: absolutely um absolutely and the thing was like if i started that record label and i had a mentor that helped me out like hey you need to do this this and this and have those connections in in the music industry i'm sure it would have been successful um and i you know the thing was i had this mentality that i knew everything and uh, that i could figure it out myself but in reality like i I should have been sur- surrounding myself with people that actually knew what was happening, yeah. and that's where I messed up. Um, I messed up so many times, and in life, like, you know, we there's going to be so many little small wins. You're going to fail a lot, yeah, and have big failures. And for me, um, I failed a lot, and it's helped me get to where I am. But um, I guess the difference between someone that just gives up and someone that's successful is perseverance, right?
0: Yeah are you, Are you an only child?
1: I have one sister and one older brother. Yeah, okay. so I'm the middle. I mean, okay. Um, my sister grew up with us in the family, and then my I have a half brother.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I I just asked that because you said that like um, you know you were trying to figure it out on your own with the mm-hmm. record label um, and how you learned through real estate, like that. You know, mm-hmm. having that mentor was crucial, and um, you said you tried to you know just figure it out on your own. And so um, I was wondering if that like spurred from. You know, being an only child and, yeah. and, you know, having those those character traits. When you grew up, um, did you look to others, like your parents or your siblings, for, for help? Or was it, were you kind of always independent and, and trying to figure things out on your hmm, own? that's a good question.
1: Hmm. It's uh, like, we're getting deep. deep I thoughts. know, man. <laughs> yeah. So, when I was younger, man, I grew up dirt poor. I'll, I'll be s- straight up honest. I remember roaches literally on me. And I had to sw- swat, swat them off when I woke up. And, uh... I didn't have anybody supporting me. I had some family helping helping us out. I remember one time uh, a pastor came to our my I, you know eight mile. The, yeah, the, uh, we live we we're in this broke down trailer, and on the left of me was uh, a convict that would stare in our window, and it was really creepy. And on the right of us was this drug dealer. He was actually really friendly, wow. but uh, <laughs> but 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 we'd always see people come in to you know. To get drugs or whatever and then the, and the convict would just be staring at us and it was so weird yeah uh, and then um, so we we're in this broke down trailer um, I remember I remember they sold that trailer actually uh, five years ago for four grand wow. and I'm like oh my god like I just made a check for double that you know yeah. like in real estate right. and, and it's crazy to think that that's where I grew up you know yeah. um, so I remember one time a pastor coming to our house because he found out we didn't have any money to eat. Tony Robbins, he has a, a sim- very similar story. They The pastor came up with uh, church's fried chicken and was like, hey man, uh, I heard that y'all don't have any... You know, or you are going through a hard time. He was polite.
0: Because and, he's a pastor, can he only shop at churches? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, but that was a memory that always stuck with me. It was yeah like, man, I don't ever want that for my kids. I love my parents. You know, and you know they had they definitely had their flaws. Sure. Uh, but I don't ever want to leave that legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so. That was always a fire in my in my heart. You know, like, I can't ever live like that again.
0: Sure. Um, Being in that situation, do you think that, you know, that pastor coming and, and giving you guys food, um, was it more, um, I guess, did you carry with you the appreciation? Of course, I mean, of course you did. Mm-hmm. But also, did you think of it as, you know, I don't want to ask for, I don't want to be in this situation ever again, so I don't want people to... to Help me out. Um, I want to be independent. You think that kind of carried over into that? that So at the time,
1: I mean, right now I'm appreciative of that pastor coming. Oh, for sure. Um, But back then I was like, I don't want this. Sure. You know, I mean, it sucks. I was eight, nine years old and I saw like, like sometimes there wasn't food on the table. and It was scary. Yeah. And at the same time, it's crazy because I always saw my dad go to work. Yeah. And he was working really hard, but he, here's the thing, like he always surrounded himself with people that like would give him bad information okay. and he would work really hard with his hands but he didn't he, he i love my dad to that but he's he wasn't smart you know like he just made bad decisions sure as well as my mom she would pay credit cards with credit cards so all this debt you know and barely any money coming in that's just you know, it's just a recipe for disaster. Um, so I grew up with that mentality. Like, credit cards are bad. You know, I mean, recently I'm sort of changing my mentality. But you know, credit cards are bad. I can't be in debt. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And um, and so I, you know, I was always scared. Like, I gotta work hard. I gotta make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. And so I guess yeah, like you said, um, I think I took from that point in my life like I, I can't be like that you know so right
2: yeah
0: yeah for sure
2: that's thanks for sharing that man yeah. um, we believe that real estate offers this freedom and guys like yourself are a perfect example yeah um, because yeah there's there's people that work super hard and that I think the whole debt no debt conversation is it's a balancing scale because mm-hmm. having no debt is great but like anyone who really does very well and is super successful, they know how to leverage, and that's Exactly, exactly, right. and
1: that's the thing. Like, I always had that mindset, like, credit cards are bad, loans are bad. Um, they are bad if you have the wrong intentions. Like, if you're using these loans for leverage, like you're you're saying, right. you know, and seeing that there is profit in the end game instead of the short game, yeah. then, yeah, there's going to be so much more uh, success in, you know, whatever transaction we're talking yeah. about, you know.
2: And it's cool to hear, man, like, I mean, obviously there's a lot of people that come from nothing but i did it myself Mm -hmm. and uh it's just i have a deep respect for that because i don't know what that would be like yeah um and the fact that you made it out and Mm -hmm. you have a positive mindset that's that's really impressive
1: i appreciate where i came from and when i see people that have done that as well it i i honestly like our energy connects you know it's like man you did it too and it's it's awesome yeah yeah Yeah.
2: and i always go back because i think Gary B is big on this cause he mm-hmm. came from stuff, but yeah. he says if there's one person who's, who's done it and came from nothing, like you don't have an excuse. And I, I strongly believe that like you're a perfect example. And I have, I have friends that, that grew up in middle class in mm-hmm. a $250,000 house um, that they can easily say I come from nothing and, but they really have no idea and yeah. you did it. And that's what, that's what we believe in real estate is like, it allows that
1: path. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real estate is huge. I mean, it's the only, it's the only career where you can take a three-week class and make a hundred grand in one year. Yeah. If you have the ambition, if you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Sure. Um, I mean, to me, uh, I'm I there's I'm sure there is other careers like that, but a three-week class, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you get surrounded with the right people, you can make over a hundred grand. For sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so. Now that we're on the topic of financial freedom, yeah. what's your what's your goal now with like with reaching that financial freedom?
1: Okay, so like I said earlier when we were off the air, uh, I just invested a huge amount of money in a new company for uh, for my cable and internet sales business. Okay. Um, but but I'm focusing on that as well as uh, my goal for sales this year was uh, what was it? I think three million in sales um, just for my first year, um, yeah. and I'm right at two million okay. in sales. Um, and so next year, my, my goal is five million in sales, and then hopefully I can get that. Like in the the book Mil- Millionaire Real Estate Agent, you gotta you gotta shoot high to you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. For sure. Um, a common theme um, I see with uh, real estate agents is um, you know working very hard. And making those connections and trying to be the best agent you can, mm-hmm. which I respect and mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. What are your views on investing in real estate? So, I took this course
1: recently in, in real estate investing, and mm-hmm. it, it's it was really mind mind opening. Um, the thing is, you have to have you have to. There's so many creative ways to flip houses, to buy and hold, um, to get you know cash flow, um, but at the same time, you need capital, and there's hard money lenders that you can go to, but um, but you have to find that that deal. So I didn't finish the course honestly because there's it was like it seemed like a pyramid scheme because they were right. like, come to this course, it's yeah. only a thousand dollars, and then once you get there, they're like, okay now meet d- us in
2: Hawaii for ten thousand. Yes, Damn. exactly,
1: exactly. And I'm like, oh, I feel I felt a little scammed. Sure. Like I just paid a grand for this course. And now I got to pay twenty seven thousand dollars to go to the course in Colorado. Yeah. and I'm like, uh, no, no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so honestly, I don't have too much experience in investing in real estate, um, but that's the next step that I want to I want to go to.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, and have you have you thought about at what in what kind of capacity you'd like to invest? Because um, I know that you mentioned flips. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt and I are a, a big. Um, I guess advocate for a buy and hold, mm-hmm. like long term investing, mm-hmm. um, and trying to to cash flow as much as possible during yeah. that that time. Um, have you thought about that?
1: I think right now would be the best time to buy. Uh, right now, just because the market is is slowly steeping down just a little bit. So if you buy now. Um, Eventually, it's going to go back up in the summer, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just saw a house in Round Rock, actually, where you are from, in a six-bedroom, five-bath for $199,000. Wow. It was built in the late 70s. But, man, I'm like, if I could jump on that house, I would right now. Sure, yeah. Yeah. There's opportunities out there. You just have to really, really look. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. That's awesome. With that particular house, is that... Um, would you have to fix it up or because that seems like a lot of square footage for yeah 3200 square feet right
1: yeah at 65 dollars per square foot mm-hmm. and I'm like man this is this is a deal there must I hope there's I don't know I haven't actually physically visited is it, it. on the MLS yeah cool. it is mm-hmm. yeah go check it out yeah, I know but yeah
2: we're big on that and, and we'd love to help you. Uh, in the future, if you want to talk more and, and yeah. help you like start thinking about that, and mm-hmm. we've done it, uh, mm-hmm. so we know how to get those deals done. Yeah. And uh, we, we just believe in the long term aspect. And mm-hmm. my personal thought is, anyone that's an agent or a broker should definitely be thinking about yeah. buying uh, because the commissions are great, but they're not mm-hmm. they're not guaranteed, mm-hmm. you know. And the real estate is something that you can be doing along with it to help build that security for yourself
1: isn't it crazy like how many things you can do in real estate like there's just so many ways to make money
0: for sure yeah,
2: yeah. that's that's one of my personal biggest problems is there's so many little rabbit holes mm-hmm. and you can very easily get yourself spread too thin you're right mm-hmm. so
0: it's tricky but you're right I mean it's it's a it's a great thing at yeah. the same time you're right so I kind of want to touch back on um, your uh, passion for music mm-hmm. um, I myself uh, am passionate about um film and television and, and acting I started working in real estate because uh, I looked up <laughs> on Google I was like what are the best side jobs for actors mm-hmm. and real estate was like number one and uh, so me and Matt had been friends for a long time and um, you know I reached out to him and um, we reconnected and that's kind of how where how I got into real estate and I see this opportunity and I never want to stop investing in real estate like I, I love it um, it has become another passion of mine but at the end of the day like one of my main driving factors is that i'll have i'll be able to reach financial freedom so that i can really you know go to auditions and Mm -hmm. um, not have to worry about exactly you know the paycheck because like that is one of the huge pressures with being an artist in different capacities music acting um stuff like that is that like you're, it's a big bet, you know, it's a big, yeah. big risk. And, um, but at the end of the day, that's kind of like what I want to get back to. Is that similar with you? Do you want to get back to the music? Absolutely. Industry? Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, that was the exact same thought process. I was like, I'm going to get it in real estate because it can provide financial freedom. Sure. And the thing is like, I mean, do I really want to work on contracts? Do I really want to lead prospect all day? Yeah. No. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be playing music, writing albums, and, and touring. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it'd be awesome if I had you know a couple mil in the bank and I could just tour whenever I want. You know, right? Uh, but honestly, if I did have that much, it probably wouldn't. I'd probably be, you know, still actively right. investing in real estate. Um, that's the great thing about real estate; it can fuel your hobbies, mm-hmm. like, and it gives you time. I mean, if you correctly schedule your life. It gives you time to have fun. It gives you time to vacation whenever you want. Right. It gives you time to, you know, play music or whatever you want, you know, and act and, you know.
0: Right, yeah. That's awesome to hear, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, and another one, I mean, a personal, um, I guess, reason for, you know, real estate is that, I know you said you're married, correct? Mm -hmm. Um, Same here, and that's, I... We want to start having kids, you know, mm-hmm. in the near future, and so I want my wife to be able to, you know, quit her job and be a stay-at-home mom um, if she wants to be. And That's the same. So likewise. yeah, and so um, you know, working a, a job um, wouldn't provide that. I, I don't want to. I don't want to work harder mm-hmm. um, so that she doesn't have to. I mean, I will work harder, but you know, yeah. so she doesn't have to. I'd rather you know, invest in real estate, cash flow enough so that that money. Will replace her income
1: exactly you
0: know and so that's where where that comes from yeah I'm in the same
1: situation actually yeah Um, my wife she wants to get into real estate as well she wants something new um, and you know being having a regular job is just so stressful and you only see so much results Mm -hmm. like you can work your your butt off and still only see you know a certain amount and you know how much you're gonna make you know sure you can't really make much more. I mean, it's great to have uh, good work ethics, but in real estate, if you push yourself, and you know, and you have two, three closings a, a week, you know, mm-hmm. you could be making fifteen to thirty grand a month. You know, and it's just all about how much you push yourself, and it's going to be stressful. It's going to be hard, mm-hmm. and you're. It's probably harder than working a regular job, but th- at the end of the day, you're going to have pride in knowing that you built this yourself. Right. You know, and yeah. and that I can get my wife out of her job because she's so stressed and she you know, maybe she has medical issues and we can prov- I can provide for her and and know that she doesn't have to, you know, deal with that.
0: Right. That's yeah.
1: awesome. Very yeah, good.
2: man, that's uh, I agree with you hundred percent. Like it's it's a grind and it's a challenge, but there's no limits on real estate. Like mm-hmm. you said, you're cl- closing, you know, 15 to 30 K a month, which is huge. And then at the same time, you're buying one, and holding it, you're flipping exactly. two. Like, it can be as big as you want. Exactly. Uh, and it goes back to what you're saying. Like that first year, is it? It's hard because it takes one to two years, yeah. really. I think. Absolutely. To build something up to see it rolling, mm-hmm. and it's challenging when it's the first year and you're working super hard and nothing's coming and you're in. And not seeing anything. It's yeah. really hard, and it doesn't mean you're a quitter because not everyone can. Uh, survive for a year without getting paid so for people that are looking to get in you got to prepare for that and maybe work another year saving money to to make that leap
1: exactly before i was a real estate agent i used to make decisions really quick without thinking and then when i got into real estate i was like man i actually have to figure out a plan systems and actually schedule out my day and it was so different because i was a musician i was just winging it like Mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna Release this album. I'm gonna go record and sit, record an album in San Antonio, and then go on tour, or just figure it out. Sure. But in real estate, you really have to be systematic. You really have to like know what you're gonna do throughout the day. Eight to nine, I'm lead prospecting. Nine to ten, I'm reaching out to my sphere. Ten to eleven, I'm you know making thank you notes to my past clients. You know, and and if I'm not doing that, then I'm all over the place. And real estate will start really messing up. Yeah, your, your the rabbit life. holes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It sucks. But if you don't, you know, establish a good foundation in real estate from the beginning, it's, it's yeah. not going to work out. Right. It's,
2: there's a huge freedom that comes with it, but you have to operate it like a real business. Exactly. Be very structured to make it work.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And honestly, all this stuff I've learned from the people that I've surrounded myself with uh, Ben, Ben Love, he's helped me tremendously. Um, and I've slacked a lot, and I've not done what I should have done. Sure. And he's constantly, you know, no, you got to keep going. you got to keep pushing, because if not, you know, I'm not going to be able to provide for my wife. I'm not going to be able to get her out of that job. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you've probably heard this a million times. Yeah. Gary Vee says it, too. Tony Robbins says it, too. I mean, why are we doing all of this? Right, yeah. It's like, I'm doing it because I want to provide wealth, I want to for my family generational wealth not not just wealth for me right um for for my friends for my family for for people that actually invested their time in me I I don't honestly I don't really care about myself I see my friends that don't have jobs that are struggling like if I could help them out maybe get them an assistant job with me or something like that I would absolutely that's my passion like I want to help people yeah you know and and real estate's you know that can be that can help your passion. You know, uh, I love seeing the the face of my clients when they get their house and they thought they weren't able to. You yeah. know, it's like, man, my credit's just a little low, or I don't have enough money in the bank. You know, and then we negotiate closing costs, or we negotiate, and we get them in a program to where they don't have to pay. You know, down payment.
0: You know, there's down payment assistance. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. It's very cool. Um, I kind of want to dive into um, the business that you said that you're investing in. Yeah. Is that or how active are you going to be with that? And um, you know, what's the? I mean, what's the plan with that? Because I mean, a lot of people want to reach financial freedom by starting starting their particular business that they're they're passionate in.
1: Yeah. Basically, I, I own an office in Pakistan, and they're making sales for me. And yeah.
0: Cool. <laughs> and you said it's um, it's cable.
1: Cable internet. Cool. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, so you are you passive income.
0: Now. Solo investor. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's very, so, how, it's crazy story. Yeah. Okay. What was your question? I was just gonna say, like, what? How did you think of it? What? What brought this to your attention? How did you discover it? Because I know you discovered real estate through mm-hmm. that ad. Mm-hmm. Um, how did this come to fruition? Crazy story. This is
1: a crazy story too. Okay, so back when I was 12 years old, I played this video game called Runescape. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I heard but it. It's like similar to uh, World of Warcraft or whatever. Uh-huh. So I was a, a clan leader <laughs> in Runescape, right? Yeah. I was this nerdy little kid. I developed a relationship with these two guys that um, their their dad owned a a vacation agency, uh-huh. and uh, a, like a friend relationship where we we would play together the game, you know. And so they actually, we've known each other for 12 years. uh, And these guys, they live in Pakistan. They were like, hey man, we've got this idea. They're doing it over here already. Yeah, You know, and just leveraging, uh, you know, sales sales team over there to make sales for me. Okay. And I'm, you know, I'm using certain, I'm implementing certain marketing strategies so that I can get leads and, and it's basically an automatic system, yeah. Gotcha.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Congrats, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, well, uh, we really appreciate you coming out. It was great to hear your story, man. Like, yeah. No problem. Like, yeah. super cool yeah, that, I you, appreciate that you came from nothing and you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty cool. Hopefully, it can be
1: motivation of. for somebody listening out there. Yeah. I it's think made, it's, it's definitely motivation will. for us. So. It, it like, is, yeah. yeah. And,
2: and you probably have this deep fire, right, to just keep pushing.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I wake up every morning thankful from for, you know, in deep gratitude. That's because. Awesome. If I didn't make the decisions that I made I'd be in broke down trailer in Victoria, you know, yeah. working a plant job or a carpenter or something like that and I know I wouldn't be happy. Well, sure. if
2: you have just uh, in closing, like one piece of advice for people that uh, may not have anything going on in real estate and let's say they're, you know, a waiter or a waitress, um, and they're looking they're interested in real estate, what would be your advice for getting started?
1: Get your license and then surround yourself with winners like constantly surround yourself with people that are, I mean, there's that saying you are the five people that you hang around. So, and I'm thinking like, I always think about whom, who are the five people I'm hanging around? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, that's the number one advice I'd say is get your license and then surround yourself with successful agents, successful investors. And, uh, you know build rapport with people that are winning very cool
2: and last thing uh anyone looking to you know get connected with you um what would be the best place for them to reach out to you
1: uh facebook um my name is john michael perez um you can add me message me and then instagram it's i'm john m perez
2: i'm john m perez yes cool, cool. yeah we'll put all that right.
1: in the show notes too so sweet cool.
2: well thanks a lot man it was a, hey, lot it was of a fun. pleasure yeah
1: thank
0: you all right oh man what an incredible story john michael perez has and it's a true inspiration to me and, and motivates me and i hope it does to all you guys out there listening Thank you so much for listening to this episode of this podcast. If you guys want to find out more information about John Michael Perez, his information is going to be in the show notes below. We would really appreciate it if you guys would subscribe to this channel. That way you'll get notifications on when new podcast episodes release. And we'd appreciate it if you leave us a review and let us know what you think about the podcast, ways we can improve, what you like, what you don't like. It would really mean the world to us. Um, And if you could share it with your friends. We love you guys so much. Till next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.